And welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. And if this is your first time joining me, welcome. I am so glad you could be here today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoy this episode, would you share it with a friend? You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram where I share short devotionals as well as videos to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. If you're looking for some good resources for deepening your faith, just visit sitstillmydaughter.com where you will find blog posts, free Bible reading plans, and other helpful information. Plus, there are some holiday items available for you to purchase, so be sure to take a peek after the episode. Are you ready for the answer to the Bible trivia question I asked you last time? Which widow had a son who witnessed the prediction of the division of Solomon's kingdom? The answer is Zerah and found in 1 Kings 11 verses 26 through 31. Our question for next week is, who complained about David's successes? Who complained about David's successes? And remember, I will have the answer for you on the next episode. Though our Bible trivia question has to relate to a complainer, that is not the subject for today's episode, but rather gratitude, being thankful. Of course, many of us are preparing to celebrate Thanksgiving, but if we are honest, thankfulness can sometimes get lost in the festivities of Thanksgiving. My hand is raised. I do enjoy the days off along with a chance to sleep in a little longer. And while stopping to reflect on what I am thankful for is part of the day, it should not be the only time I pause to truly consider all that I have to be thankful for. If you received the monthly quiet time moment newsletter, you will have read a little bit of what I am sharing today from 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you toward each other aboundeth. It was the phrase, we are bound to thank God, that really caught my attention. It is something unusual in Paul's traditional greeting opener. He has said that he thanks God for every remembrance of you in the beginning of Philippians, but here, the word carries the idea, need so requireth. We are obligated to thank God to praise him. And this same word is used again in chapter 2 of the same book in verse 13. We read, But we are bound to give thanks all way to God for you, brethren beloved, through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. I really just want to touch on a couple of things today. First is the idea that thanksgiving is needful. Paul said we are bound. Sometimes it is easy to think that we deserve what we have, that we are entitled to receive blessings, whether that is things or the people in our lives. We can also get sidetracked with the good things we have or the wonderful news we have received that we forget to say thank you. Like the 10 lepers who were healed. They were so glad, as they should have been, that they were healed, that they forgot to give thanks to God. Only one stopped his celebration long enough to run back to Jesus and thank him. That leper realized what had happened and who was responsible. I think that is part of the necessity of expressing our thanks to God. It reminds us of who really is the source of blessings. It is God. When we say thank you to God, both privately and publicly, we are acknowledging who he is, that he is our provider, sustainer, protector, and our good heavenly father. Having a grateful attitude is not only essential, but biblical. 
The Psalms are full of examples. Psalm 69:30, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. Magnify him. Think about that. Enlarging him. Psalm 147:7, sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the harp unto our God. I also believe that being thankful hinders pride in our life. Pride comes when we believe that we have done something worthwhile, that we are the reason for every good thing in our life, that we are responsible for this or that, but really it's a lie. Yes, we are to work hard, but remember who rewards the diligent? God does. And all the wonderful things we have are because of him. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Our father delights in giving to his children. A grateful heart should be woven into every part of our life and should pour out when we are in prayer or with others. We should make it a habit to point back to the Lord. If you follow me on social media, you might have seen the post I shared about my car keys. Recently, the starter on my car went out and when it was repaired, the mechanic stated that my key was badly damaged. I have one of those keys that are a combination of a key and a fob, which meant that it's not cheap to fix. I was discouraged and probably a little more than grumpy. The car repair was already an unexpected expense. And the added cost of a key was not really doable, but it was evident that I could not get by for long. I finally decided to contact the dealership directly and discovered that I could possibly get my key repaired for $60, half the cost of what a new key quote had been from a friend. When I arrived at the shop and showed them my damaged key, I held my breath as they examined it. Finally, the gentleman said, you're fortunate because the expensive part, the chip with the buttons is completely untouched. I only needed a new case for the key and a key itself, which came to a grand total of $27.29. I remember because I had cash. I had just enough to pay for it. I thanked the Lord for his provision and may or may not have rattled my new God-provided keys to my mom several times when I get home. She's, she's used to my expressive nature. That was a moment to thank God, but I also want to thank him for the everyday, for the strength to get up and to work, for having a job, for giving me his word to feast on every day, and for the truth of who I am in him. I want to make gratitude a part of each day, it is an essential part of the believer's life because it keeps our eyes on him and not on ourselves. Next, I want to look at Paul's reason for thanksgiving. In both verses, he is giving thanks for people, for the amazing growth he has heard about them. They are growing in their faith, they are maturing, and they are also growing in the amount of love they have for each other. Paul also mentions that he is grateful for God's salvation that is theirs to receive. When we see others growing in their walk with the Lord, we should take a moment to express gratitude. We should delight in the news of another soul accepting Jesus as their Savior. We should rejoice and give thanks. People are the only worthwhile investment because they are eternal. Their souls will live forever in heaven or they will suffer an eternal death. This is why they must be our main focus. And when someone is saved, we should shout our thanksgiving for all to hear. When we see evidence of them continuing to let God have his way with them and they press on in the faith and are pursuing the path toward holiness, we should rejoice and give thanks because that is the work of the Holy Spirit. He might have used us to disciple them, but the glory goes back to God, not us. And he is worthy of praise. Paul, who had invested so much of himself in each place, he visited, including Thessalonica, knew that he was obligated to give praise to God for what he saw taking place in this band of believers. 
May we follow his example and give praise to God when others are saved and continue to grow into the image of our Lord and Savior. As we wrap up today's episode, I want to encourage each of us to take a moment to pause and reflect on all that God has done. I know that many may have written a list of 100 things they are grateful for or listed something each day on Facebook as I have several friends who do that. But while these practices are wonderful, sometimes they can be done because of the time of year we are in or because someone challenged them to do so, which isn't bad. But my friends, I want us to make it a habit to do this every day. During your personal prayer time with God, begin with praise of who he is, for the good things he has given to you, and even for another day to serve him. I also want to encourage us to be on the lookout for the extras each day, like those car keys that were repaired for much less than I could have even expected. Let's not get so wrapped up in our day that we miss an opportunity to express thankfulness. Let's be like that one leper who stopped and went back to Jesus. May we also stop what we are doing when we recognize another blessing has fallen upon us and give thanks to the one from whom all blessings flow. Let's be women who are known to possess a thankful heart as well as to whom our praise is directed. Have a happy Thanksgiving, my friends. Let's be women who are having a testimony of praise to God that the world can see every day. Thank you.